Welcome to the Whistleway Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. We change up the format of our show some, but don't worry, we're still dedicated to providing you with content that provides massive value to help you in creating a thriving business. In this episode, Kyle and Brian talk about how Kyle grew his team and some of the lessons that he learned along the way. And then, make sure to stay tuned to the end to find out Kyle and Brian's Whistle Widget of the Week. Try saying that three times fast. Without further ado, roll that intro. What's up, guys? It is Kyle Whistle. You are listening to the Whistle Way podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Kochi. Yes, sir. I thought, I, I thought you were going to go Brian Kitty Cat Kochi. I thought you know, that's... But I was going to go into, like, I feel at home. I've got my beer. You should just have, like, a cat sitting on the table. But I don't want cats in the office because they, they're gross. I want a milkshake. everywhere and they smell. You should have a milkshake. Next time. No cat. We have a no cats policy. We have a no black socks policy. I think we're in a weird intro. I think are we need we? to get right into it. But this is who we are. Okay. So what is this podcast about, Kyle? So the Whistleway podcast, we are all about giving you guys the information you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, whether that be mortgage or any other business out there. We want to give you the information you need to absolutely go out, crush it, and dominate your business. We all have the ability to do it. We want to give you the info that you need to actually go out and do it. And so every week, the format of the show currently is that you guys are going to ask us questions and we are going to answer those questions and give you that advice. And so if you have questions that you want us to answer on the show, let us know. Uh, Shoot us a message. Um, Best thing is follow us on YouTube. Follow The Whistle Way on YouTube. I'd love for you to follow us on there or iTunes or Stitcher. Um, and give us comments on there. Let us know what info you guys want to hear on the podcast. We would love to answer your questions. We don't want to just come on here every single week and just uh, shoot in the dark and hopefully we answer the questions that you guys are looking for. We want you to ask the questions so we can answer your questions and help you grow your business and go out there and crush it. So the easy way, thewhistleway.com, will bring them to a landing page where they can go to our Facebook group, The Whistle Way. They can go to our YouTube channel or obviously the podcast. So let's get into it. All right. Uh, Lana Rodriguez yeah. from Colorado Springs. Love Colorado Springs. <laughs> That's a great place. If you know anybody, let me know. Um, she wants to know, how did Kyle grow? Or She says, how did Kyle grew the mega team and lessons learned along the way? Or how, so how did you grow the mega team? Yeah, so uh, my background, if you're not familiar with it, is that I started in the industry in the commercial real estate space. I worked with investors who were buying apartment buildings. They would buy those apartment buildings and they would ultimately convert them into condos and sell them off individually. Uh, that dried up. I made a shift in my business, moved over to the residential side of things because all my investors could not flip condos anymore. They wanted to flip houses. And when they wanted to flip houses, all the houses they were finding were short sales and REOs are also known as bank owned foreclosures. And so I shifted over to residential um, and started selling a ton of those. And I had so many listings that I had a ton of leads coming in. That's natural in the real estate business. The more houses you list, the more leads you're gonna have that are coming in on those listings. And so I had to figure out like, what do I do with all these leads that are coming in? And day one, you started with, it wasn't just you, day, you've had an assistant since, since day one, day right? one, yeah. I mean, one of the, the sayings that stuck with me early on in my career, uh, you, if you do not have an assistant, you are the assistant. Um, so whatever business you're in, I don't care if it's real estate or mortgage, finance, anything like that, 
there are so many tasks that you're completing in an average day that you could pay somebody 10 or $15 an hour to complete. And a lot of people look at it the wrong way. They look at it as if, let's say, one of the ones that a lot of real estate agents make is dropping flyers at doors. So they're not knocking on doors, they're just printing flyers for like an open house or a new listing. And they run around the neighborhood and drop flyers at everybody's doors. I pay $15 an hour for somebody to do that. A realtor should value their time at $100 an hour minimum. And so a lot of realtors, they think about this the wrong way. They think about the fact that if I'm going out and I'm putting the flyers on myself, I'm saving myself $15 an hour. But what they're not thinking about is they're also costing themselves $100 because their time is worth $100 an hour. So the net effect of that is negative $85 an hour. Uh, so it's a huge mistake that I see people make because they're That's taking that econ on... econ degree. Yeah, I got a degree up on this wall. That's what it's good for. Okay. It's to help me do so simple math. You started as with you and an assistant. Yes. You went into REOs. Yes. You were getting more leads than you could handle. Yes. So step three or four. Yeah, on. so one of the big mistakes that I made initially, I think one of the best ways to learn is to learn from others' mistakes. So one of the mistakes I made initially is I really had no idea the value of a lead. Um, when leads would come in initially, I would literally batch them once a week. I just bundle all the leads up and I'd send them over to my buddy who ran a brokerage like, hey, here's 50 leads. See if you can do anything with these. Naturally, they never converted anything over like a six month period. And I was like, okay, that doesn't work. Maybe I should like have some of my own agents. So I brought a couple agents on and I was just like, all right, guys, here's some leads. Maybe you guys can convert them. And it, so what year was this? Like 2008, 2009. Okay, so nine, nine, ten years ago. Yeah. Ten, eleven, whatever. Yeah. Any of those agents still with us? No. Okay, continue. None of them are still with us. Um, I mean, they're probably still alive. Uh, probably. Okay, can keep going. Yeah. Uh, so I realized that didn't work either. That just sending people leads but not giving them systems to utilize, um, structure of what to do with the leads, strategy, support, not giving them any of that was not going to get them anywhere. So naturally they converted none of those leads. Um, and so I was sitting around on a black Friday one day and got a Dell ad and Dell computers were on sale for like $200 a computer. And I was like, Ooh, that's a good deal. I love deals. And I was like, I think it's time to commit. And so I bought 10 computers. And at the time I was in an office the size of this one, which is like 10 by 10. Uh, it was just me and my assistant in a 10 by 10 office. And I just bought 10 computers. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, I got 10 computers and I got a 10 by 10 office. I don't think we can fit in here. So I went and I found an office. I got like a 2,000 square foot office. And I was like, all right, cool. I got an office. I got 10 computers. I need people. And so in the beginning, I literally hired anybody and everybody. Like if they, basically, if they could get a loan in 2008, they could work for me. Because all you had to do to get a loan in 2008 was fog a mirror. So if they could fog a mirror, they could work with me. And that first year, which was 2010, I uh, learned a six-figure lesson that you can't just hire anybody. Uh, most important thing that you've got to hire for is culture. So six-figure, you're saying you lost over $100,000 that year. Easily. That, that's what you mean by a six-figure lesson. Yes. So Okay, so how you grew is first you, you threw a bunch of money away. Okay, yeah. good. So hopefully by listening to this podcast, you don't make the same mistake and just hire anybody and everybody. Um, I think one of the makes, another big mistake that I see other people make is similar to the mistake I made is that they see somebody on stage at a conference or maybe somebody on a podcast or webinar or something like that that's doing a lot of business and they're like, oh, well, that person has 20 agents. If I just get 20 agents, I'll do as much business as they do. It doesn't work that way. Um, and you also don't hire 20 agents overnight. I've watched so many teams go from two or three people to 20 
to two or three to 15 to two or three. All right, and they're just, they're like Oprah, right? They like get big and then they shrink and then they get big Ouch, and then they shrink. is that an Oprah dig? That was. Sorry, Ouch. sorry, O. You gotta, I know you're watching and you listening, You pick on o. one person and it's Oprah. Oh, yeah. Ouch, bro. Yeah, I'm going straight at Oprah. Uh, holler at me, Oprah, though, if you want to DM me. It's cool. Um, and so I see people, they, they think that they want these big teams or that they should have this big team. And, and that's a huge mistake. You can't. You can't go from two to twenty overnight. That's that's a huge mistake that people make. Um, am I boring you, Brian? Yeah, oh, you're running. Okay. Um, and so one of the keys first is you really got to identify who you are and what your organization is all about. Uh, one of the books that I've become a huge fan of lately. If you guys, I think I gave it to Shasta. I don't think it's in here. You did. Um, this is the follow-up book. This is called Get a Grip. The initial book is called Traction. Gino Wickman uh, wrote the book Traction. If you are trying to run a business, I don't care what type of business it is, um, get the book Traction. It's an amazing book. Gino Wickman, this is a follow-up called Get a Grip. But it'll literally give you the blueprint of how to build a business. But one of the first things it talks about is the fact that your business, ha- you how to establish the vision and values of your business. And I think it's one of the most important things. You've got to know who you are, where you want to go, and what are the values that are important to you. Um, some of the key values to us is hungry, humble, and smart. Those are three of the most important values to us. Um, I really, really value people that are hungry, that really want it. Um, I actually interviewed somebody this morning to be a personal assistant for me. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. And I fucking love that. <laughs> like, I love people who have a chip on their shoulder. Um, I love people who... The other thing I found that's really... One, you got to have a chip on your shoulder. Two, people who've been through some shit in their life. Um, people who've been through divorce, foreclosure, short sale, bankruptcy, jail. Um, I get you. Been through I, I, some stuff. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because I think... Um, You've been through some stuff in your life, and I'm not going to throw your dirty laundry out there, but you've been through some stuff, and, and, and you're where you're at. But I haven't been through some stuff. I would like to think I'm a decent addition to the team. Yeah. So while yeah, that you is... You manage a lot of cats. Like, and that is true. So while, but while that is, I know that's something that you appreciate. That's not the only thing you look for. It's, it's not, but that's that's one of those things. Um, I love single parents. Oh, my so gosh. That's my negative. When you ask what my yeah. flaw is, I haven't done shit. I haven't gone to jail. I don't have I'm not you're, a single parent. You're an anomaly. You're so weird. Okay. You like cats. You do all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff. Um, so people who've been through some stuff is one of those things I found over the years. It's this quality that is something you can't teach, right? Like, if you haven't been through some of these things, I can't teach you, you know, what it feels like physically, emotionally, mentally to go through some of these things. Like, I've been to jail, full disclosure. Um, you know, that's crazy to... I was at a point where, you know, everything was great, on top of the world, I did something stupid, went to jail, and realized how quickly, like, one decision, how how much that could affect you, and literally strip away, like, everything you've worked your entire life for. And that's a lesson you can't teach somebody. Like that, you can't read about that. You can't watch a, a video or a podcast or anything about that. Um, so that's it's tough, right? You can't go to jail. Yeah, go to jail. <laughs> uh, you can't teach somebody what it's like to go through divorce or to go yeah. through foreclosure, or bankruptcy. So people who've been through that stuff, they've you know they've they've been at or near the bottom and they've they've bounced back. Um, so I love that about people. I love single moms, single dads, like. Those are people that have to work. So those are some of the qualities right. I look for to get that hungry. So we've got a couple more minutes before yeah. we do our whistle week widget of the week. Yeah. Okay, so you had 
you lost hundred thousand dollars because you hired anybody and everybody. Yeah. You now you focus on culture. Yeah. So and know you, your culture, and then you got to have a process that you follow. So that's the next step. Um, so I took a class. Shout out to Keller Williams. I've never been with Keller Williams, um, but I love the initials KW are fantastic initials because his initials are KW Kyle Whistle. You're not going to let them like, try to put it together. No. Okay. I'm going to spell so, it out So uh, they have a class called Career Visioning. It used to be called Recruit Select. Highly recommend you take this class. Um, do you have to be with Keller Williams to take it? No. Are you going to get value out of it? Yes. Are they going to try to recruit you? Yes. Deal with it. It's worth it. Um, and one of the things I learned there was what's called a WAIT interview. Um, and that's an acronym. W stands for work experience. E stands for education. I stands for interest. G stands for goals. H is for habits. And T is for tracking. So I want to know... What have you done in life? Tell me about all of the jobs that you've had. Tell me about your education. One of the questions I love to ask is how do you educate yourself? Do you read? Do you watch videos? Do you listen to podcasts? Who do you watch? Who do you listen to? Who do you read? Um, and then we want to know about their interests. I just want to know, like, what do you do for fun? Like, do you play with cats and play video games? Or are you like a normal person? Like, um, what kind of goals do you have? You know, your one year, three year, five year, 10 year goals. Do you even have freaking goals? Uh, what are your habits? What are you strong at? What are you weak at? And then T is for tracking. Like, are we actually tracking? Are we like on the same wavelength? Are we connecting with each other? Um, so we like to do that weight interview initially. Uh, we traditionally would do that over the phone. We've come up with a new technology recently called Spark Hire. Ooh, that should be Spark a Hire. Widget. That could be. We'll talk about it. We'll just make that my widget for today. Okay. Um, so we'll dive into what that is, but it's a, a video interview service. It's really cool. It saves us a ton of time. So we do that initially. Uh, then we bring them into the office, and that's kind of a culture test. So I invite them in to come to one of our office meetings. I want to see, do they show up on time? How do they dress? Do they interact with people when they come to that meeting, or do they sit in the corner and play on their phone the entire time? Do they wear time? jeans? Yeah. Kyle loves, 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 this is sarcastic, uh, blue jeans at an office meeting. But that's a whole different rabbit hole. We'll keep, I'm going to keep you on track. Nobody shows up to a freaking interview in jeans. Well, not if they want to get hired here. No. So, okay. So we have this process. Right. So you come to the office, uh, come to an office meeting. We see how you interact. Then we sit down um, with my sales manager and one of the other uh, agents on the team. And they sit down with the operations manager. And then the final interview is a expectations interview. And I think this is probably the most important part of the process of building a team is setting up those expectations up front before somebody comes aboard your team. So we go over, what can they expect from me? What do I expect from them? We lay out if a sensitive issue should arise, how should you approach me with it? How do, uh, how should I approach you with it? We go through all of that. And I think one thing to note on that is people are not always as self-aware as they think. So I remember when we talked, I said, oh yeah, just tell me straight up. And then he told me straight up and I cried in my room for a week. So I learned late after that, I go, you know what, maybe we need to be a little more gentle with me because I can't handle that, that uh, harsh, hey, Brian, you messed up. I'm going to have someone else come and shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, uh, everybody, just so you know, when you ask how honest do you want me to be with you, they all say 10. Yeah. Um, but the important follow-up question is, what does 10 mean to you? Because 10 to Brian is different than 10 to a normal person. Yeah. Okay. It's just, just don't tell me. <laughs> just um, tell me I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. So we go over that. And then the most important part is we make sure they understand all of the benefits of being a part of our organization. So we go through, you get this system, this system, this system, this coaching, you know, go through all of that. And then we go over what are we expecting out of them. So we uh, expect a lot out of the agents on our team. They have to go on so many huddles. They have to go on so many 
uh, role play calls. We role play in the office. We power hour. We do open houses. We do coaching calls. So we lay out, you need to do this many of this, this many of this, this many of this. We lay all that stuff out up front so that there's no surprise when they're not getting leads after they join us. Well, it's, yeah, you're not getting leads because you didn't follow what was expected of you. So it's very important to lay those expectations out up front before somebody joins your organization. So those are some tips as far as how to build your team. More importantly, some of the mistakes to avoid when you're building your team. So because we got a couple more minutes, uh, real high level, you had 10 people because you hired them. None of them are with us today, 10 years later. Uh, Steve Winter is that, still with that's us. That's why I was going to yeah, say, yeah, Steve. Steve's an OG. Um, so we have one that stuck through. Um so you went from 10, you shrunk down, and then how fast did you grow? And what did the, the real estate numbers look like? Yeah, I mean, the way that we grow now, we like to bring people in in groups, a minimum of two people at a time, usually between two and four. And of those two to four, usually two of them are going to fall off extremely quickly. One more will fall off over the first year. So out of every four we bring in, usually one of them sticks with us Cool. over a year's time. Cool. But don't bring people in one at a time. You always got to bring at least two at a time so they can feed off of each other. They compete with each other. Uh, very, very helpful. And it minimizes the amount of time you have to invest in ramping them up. Because you can do, you can batch it together. Yeah. Cool. All right. The whistle widgets of the week. Yes. What's yours? So mine, I've been talking about this for quite a while. Um, we mentioned our YouTube channel, The Whistle Way. Go ahead and subscribe. Our, my goal is 100 subscribers a month. Um, so... One thing that I've used to help us get there, and we I think we had 130 last month, we've already got 26 and we're about a week into the month. Um, one tool that I've used to help me get there is a tool called TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. Um, and what I use that for is it helps me really optimize the, the video for YouTube. And without getting too granular in what it does, it just really gives you suggestions and tips, not only to help you optimize videos that you're uploading now but the thing i really really love is going back to old videos and seeing what people have been searching for to find that video and really finding how to optimize that so not only is it going to help you do it quicker more intelligently but it's also going to kind of help shape your at least it did it for me our video strategy and what kind of content our consume our our people were looking for so I mean, I think all of us want more YouTube subscribers. We want to give value to those subscribers. And so using this tool really helps shape that. Yeah. And I mean, our YouTube, I think I just got the report today. We've had over, I think, 16,000 minutes worth of videos viewed on YouTube in the last month. And TubeBuddy's been a big part of that. So definitely check that out. It's mostly TubeBuddy, not me, not, not any of your videos. But not at all about the content. Uh, the one, so I talked about a little bit earlier, but it's Spark Hire, S-P-A-R-K Hire. And what this is, it's a one-way interview uh, video service. And so one of the things we waste a lot of time on is interviewing people that we really had knew within five seconds we're just not going to be a fit. Um, we were just not tracking within seconds and it can help you avoid sitting in on those interviews or getting on the phone with somebody and just getting in these awkward, uncomfortable conversations that you don't want to be a part of. So Spark Hire, I go on and I record my questions. So I literally, those wait questions, I just ask those questions on video. So somebody goes on their phone or on their computer, hits a button and it plays a video of me asking a question and then they hit a button and they record themselves on video answering those questions. What I love about this service is that it does not require me and this person to be in the same place at the same time to accomplish this and nobody's driving anywhere. They can complete this interview at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. 
um, and they can do it whether they're at home or they're at their office or they're at the beach. I can then watch that interview whenever the heck I want, whether it be 2 a.m. or 2 p.m., whether I'm at the beach or I'm at home or I'm at the office, I can watch the interview. So it really expedites the process, but by doing it via video, it's so much more effective than doing it over the phone or doing it via like a resume. I don't care about resumes, to be honest with you. Um, so this is just a way to expedite that process, but really get a feel for somebody to see how they present themselves on that video. How do they look? How do they dress? How do they talk? Are they articulate? Do they actually answer the questions? Uh, super cool service, sparkhire.com. Yeah, are there cats like on their shoulder in the video? Could happen. Immediately hired. Yes. Done. So hopefully you guys got some value out of the podcast today. Uh, this has been a fun episode to shoot. Uh, so hopefully you guys got value. If you want to get some more value, you want to learn more about what we've got going on here with the Whistle Realty Group, or you're looking to get into video and podcasting and all that fun stuff, we run masterminds and all kinds of fun events. We always announce those first to people that are part of the Whistle Way group on Facebook. If you guys want to join that, just go to thewhistleway.com. You can join the Facebook group. You can also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel on there. So every time we drop a new video, you can check that video out. What else did you add on there? Podcast. Yes. So yes, you can also subscribe to the podcast through thewhistleway.com. So again, hopefully you guys got a ton of value today. Uh, love to connect with you further. If you want to follow Brian or I at Kyle Whistle on Instagram. At Brian Kochi on Instagram. Oh, we keep it freaking simple. You guys with all your fucking crazy Instagram names and you change them every month, fuck you. All right. Thank you so much. We are done. <laughs>